Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. Hi again, I'm so glad you're here. My name is Marie Green, and today we're talking about one of my favorite topics, momentum. What does it take to build momentum in your creative life? And once you have it, how do you keep it going? What about when your project hits a rough patch or your creative business doesn't seem to be getting off the ground? How do you get the ball rolling and then keep it rolling even when things get a little bumpy or life sends along an unexpected detour? We're going to dive right in today to talk about how to use momentum to do more of the things that you're inspired to do. Let's get started. Imagine you're riding a bike pedaling hard and you pause your pedaling for a moment, but you're still moving. You've pedaled hard enough to create momentum and that momentum starts to lighten your load a bit. It makes it easier to keep going without as much effort. When I think about momentum, I also think about how hard it is to start exercising when you've not done it in a very long time versus how much easier it is to get up and go to the gym when you've made it part of your routine and your body has come to expect it. I'm going to be honest with you. Exercise has not been part of my routine lately, and I am feeling it. I am really feeling it. When it comes to creativity, finding ways to keep our momentum can make the difference between a project that gets finished and one that doesn't. It can be the difference between finally writing that book you've always dreamed of writing and just plunking around on your keyboard once in a while. So What gets in the way? Why does it seem like it's easier to start, but harder to keep going day in and day out? Here's the thing. I think the big obstacle to momentum is that we lose steam when we focus on the gap between where we are right now and where we want to be. Depending on the project, it can feel a lot like standing at the base of a mountain in your pajamas staring up at the top, knowing that the peak of that mountain is your finish line. That gap sometimes looks like a blank page when you want to write a novel, or a single pot of berries when you want to start a homemade jam business, or a pile of fabric that is destined to become a quilt. The distance between here and there almost always looks further than it really is, because we don't ever make that leap in one bound. It's a hundred or a thousand tiny things along the way. And it's those things that can help us create momentum in our creative practice. Let me share a few of my favorite tips for building and keeping momentum in the creative work I do. And really, we can apply these things to anything we want to accomplish. Number one, take one step as soon as possible. When we're staring down a meaningful goal or project, it really is easy to get distracted thinking about all the pieces of the puzzle that aren't in place yet. But that's a diversion, my friend. Don't fall for it. Look around you. What's within reach? What do you have access to that you could get your hands on in the next 30 to 60 minutes that could help you begin creating momentum toward your goal? If we're talking about writing a book, for example, a pen and paper would probably be within reach. Or maybe you want to start doing a creative art journal, but you haven't yet decided exactly what medium you want to use. Hey, guess what? Does it matter? 
How about start with what you have on hand and refine it as you go? The most important thing is to do something. Take one step and do it now, today. As soon as you finish this episode, the sooner you take that next step, whatever it is, however small it might be, the sooner you will begin creating momentum. Number two, make ridiculously doable daily goals. The quickest way to sabotage yourself is to break down your big goal into smaller goals that are still so lofty that you're guaranteed to fall off the wagon. And I think we do that to ourselves because we start out wide-eyed, ambitious, and optimistic, thinking we're going to leap that mountain in one single bound. We haven't yet encountered disappointments or failures in the process yet, so at that point, everything seems possible, and we feel a little bit invincible, am I right? But the truth is, I don't know anyone who reached a meaningful goal in one giant leap. It's a thousand tiny actions. Setting kind of impossible daily goals that are hard to maintain is a way to sabotage yourself from getting what you want and doing that thing that you want to do. You might think the first step to painting a masterpiece is to pick up a paintbrush, but the reality is there are hundreds, maybe thousands of little steps that happen before that moment. And we often discount them because they're the less glamorous parts of the process. It's important to know this because when it comes to building momentum, we have to give credit to all those tiny, seemingly insignificant parts of the creative process that had to happen first. Leaving out the little things means the structure of our creative journey gets top-heavy. It forgets where it came from and how it got there, and it puts us right back in that spot of focusing on how far we have to go instead of what it will take day in and day out to get there. I like to recommend ridiculously doable goals because they set you up for success. And when I say ridiculous, I mean goals that are so tiny, you might be embarrassed to say them out loud. For example, you might want to set a goal to write one chapter on your book a day. But we both know there will be days when life will get in the way and you will not get that chapter written. Let's be real. And when that day comes, it's suddenly that much easier to not write the chapter the next day either, or the next. And before you know it, you've lost momentum completely. But what if you set a ridiculously doable daily goal to write just one sentence a day? Now, I know that sounds pretty lame. Of course, you can write more than one sentence a day. But that, my friend, is exactly my point. If you commit to one sentence a day, more than likely, you'll find yourself writing much more than just that one sentence. But on days when life sends you a curveball, and it will, you can still find a few minutes to write that one sentence and you can check that box and hit your goal for the day. You've kept your momentum, you took a tiny step forward, and life's little detours didn't stop you. Having momentum will help you accomplish the things you're inspired to do. And the best way to make sure you keep going is to do those tiny things and do them every day. So if you want to knit a sweater and you don't have a lot of free time, then set a ridiculously doable goal to knit two rows a day on your project before you go to bed. Some days you'll knit for an hour or two, but on the days when you can't, you can at least hit your tiny goal 
and still be moving forward. You'll find yourself going out of your way to squeeze in the few minutes you need to hit your ridiculously tiny daily goal because it doesn't require a huge time commitment or a huge amount of effort. When you have more time and energy, you can do more, and I hope you will, but at least do the minimum so you can keep moving in the right direction. Set yourself up to succeed with ridiculously doable, tiny daily goals. Number three, done is better than perfect. I don't know about you, but when I don't do something perfectly, I start to say things to myself like, maybe I don't really want to do this thing after all, or I should probably wait until I get better at this and then I'll try again. Not getting it exactly right can feel like failure. Have you ever felt like that? It's that nagging voice in the back of your head and we all have it sometimes and it says, nah, this isn't going as well as I thought it would. I'm probably wasting my time. What a momentum killer. It really is. Self-doubt is the worst and it can strangle the creative work we're trying to do and stop us in our tracks. I say this a lot, even to myself, but if we wait until it's perfect, we'll be waiting forever. If you look around, you'll notice that there are people doing imperfect things all the time and they're getting results. It's kind of amazing. Here we are being hard on ourselves and trying to be perfect. Meanwhile, some people are just going for it. Besides, the more you do something, the more you do anything, the better you'll get at it. The more you knit, the better your project will turn out. The more you write, the more easily the words come when you sit at your computer. The more you paint, the more you'll be able to translate your ideas onto canvas. And I'll tell you what, you definitely won't get better if you don't do it. So hey, do it and keep doing it every chance you get. Because whatever it is that you are inspired to create and put out into the world, the world, my friend, is waiting for it. Number four, if you need something, say something. I can't tell you how often I've met people who have an awesome idea, but they get stuck somewhere like the technology or the graphics or how to price for their work or how to market themselves. Here's the thing. If you are stuck Look for help. It's out there. Whether it's asking someone you know who you think might have an answer or using Google to do a little research or paying for a class or a workshop to refine the skills that you're trying to improve. Insight and support are out there. But you have to ask for what you need. People can't tell we need help just by looking at us. So if there's something you need in order to keep going, get after it. Find a group, join a club, take a class. If you get to a spot where you can't keep going on your own, go get the help you need so you can keep making progress. If you set your mind to the idea that you need to take one step, no matter what, every single day, then the minute you realize you're stuck and you can't move forward, you'll be more inspired to do something about it as soon as possible. Don't wait until you've completely lost your groove. It just gets that much harder to pick it back up again. Number five, if you think you can, you can. Maybe it's because I grew up with the book, The Little Engine That Could, or maybe because I was a little bit obsessed with Pollyanna as a child. I'm embarrassed to admit that, but it's true. But I've always believed that we can do just about anything we set our minds to. Over the years, I've developed a little process that helps me achieve big goals. 
and it might sound a little bit goofy, but it really does work. I'm going to tell you a little story about my trip to Kauai about 15 years ago. That's when I first discovered this little process, and I realized how powerful it really is. And I think when you hear it, you'll realize all the different ways we can apply this to anything we set out to do. After I graduated high school, I had the opportunity to spend the summer in Kauai, meeting a side of my family that I didn't know growing up. It was a really meaningful summer, and it had a big impact on my life. Years later, when I was married, I found myself often referring to the experience and thinking how nice it would be to go back with my husband and share some of the places and the memories that had meant a lot to me when I was younger. But we were a young family, and I was a stay-at-home mom, so taking a trip to Hawaii wasn't really practical for us. But for a few reasons, we had a perfect window of time to go, and I thought, gosh, if I can just figure out a way to get this ball rolling, then I think somehow I could work out the details as they come up. But here's the catch. We didn't have the money at that point to buy plane tickets or to rent a place to stay, and most people would say, lady, I don't think you're going to Hawaii. But that didn't stop me. I had a plan. Here's what I did. I made a list of the little things people do when they are planning on taking a tropical vacation. Things like getting a new swimsuit and a beachy cover-up, stocking up on sunscreen, putting the dates on my calendar, painting my toenails, or scheduling a pedicure, looking for a couple of juicy mystery novels to read on the beach. That kind of thing. They were all the things that you do usually closer to the time you're about to go on your trip, but I did them first because those were the parts I could do. It wasn't about magical thinking. I'm not talking about, you know, pie-in-the-sky thoughts. It was about creating momentum through simple, easy, daily actions that helped me inch closer to my goal. And truth be told, none of those things were crucial to taking the trip. You can take a trip to Hawaii without any of those things. It's not about how powerful any one of those single actions might be. It's about the fact that I created momentum through daily action, and this daily action helped me inch closer to my goal. These simple actions helped me focus my thoughts on what I did have access to and what I could do, and not about the parts I hadn't figured out yet. It's all about a shift in thinking. The short version is that building momentum worked. We made it to Kauai, and not because we had a sudden windfall that made the trip possible. Nope. It was good old-fashioned ingenuity and resourcefulness, but I put myself in exactly the right spot to MacGyver my way toward the goal by keeping that momentum all the way along. It didn't matter that I didn't have all the answers yet, and it doesn't matter if you do either. Creating and keeping momentum toward that thing you're inspired to do is all about mindset. If you think you can, you can. But if you think you can't, friend, you're going to get stuck. It's really easy to make excuses about why we can't do something that we really want to do. But the truth is, we can take some kind of small daily action on just about any goal, even if we don't know how in the world we're going to reach the finish line. It's just one foot in front of the other, one action that builds on the one that came before. This is the stuff that momentum is made of. So what are you working on in your life right now that might benefit from a little momentum? What do you have at your fingertips that you can use to take one tiny step today? 
If you want to start weaving, but you don't have the tools yet, that could mean doing a little research on the right loom or taking a trip to the library to check out books about techniques. Decide on one tiny step that you can take today and one tiny step that you can take tomorrow. Make them so achievable that you can't possibly fail. And keep doing that. Do something every single day, even if it's so little that it seems insignificant. Because even those little insignificant things can move you toward the creative, inspired life that you are longing to live. I know you have important things to do, and making time for yourself is not always easy. But creativity matters, and it's worth giving yourself time in the day, even if it's just in small doses, to make space for it in your life. And I hope you will. That's it for today, my friend. Thank you for inviting me along on your creative journey. I can't wait to see what you do with it. Until next time, you've got this. 